priest friend of mine relatively recently uh, came to me with a complaint and he said, I just don't understand why uh, we make children at Mass pray through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. So what does a child know about a grievous fault? What does a child know about any fault at all, really? Apart from maybe stealing chocolate or something. Uh, and, and I thought, okay, I get it that they, those, that vocabulary might be a bit heavy for them, but what do you want to do? Have a different prayer for children until they're the age of, what, what do we pray at Mass if we have a different prayer for children? How do we kind of pull this together uh, in the liturgy? It got me thinking that, you see, very often, to be honest, children are capable, they are capable of knowing these things. They are capable of understanding things like serious faults. They are. And if you look at Fatima, it's uh, surprising, very surprising, what Our Lady actually shows these children. Children, 10, 8, and they, 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 ver- they, they change in age over the course of the apparitions, but uh, 10, 8, and, and, and 6. Uh, so they were, they were children, kids, like, you know, a six-year-old, like, they've, what's that, senior infants? Sen- senior infants, yeah. Like, they're the ones who, they're just after, well, a little after being potty drained. Um, they're all delighted when they can draw, like, a stick man. That's the level, like, you know, one of them was at. I, I'm still delighted when I can draw a stick man, actually. <laughs> but, but, uh, but, like, they're really young kids, really young kids. And what they, what they were shown, what was said to them, maybe to our politically correct 21st century ears, sounds, it almost sounds a bit much, right? But, but they got it. The, 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 these children understood it. Lucia, Francesco, and uh, Jacinta, they understood this message profoundly, even though, as I say, it's not really politically correct, it's not really child-friendly. They saw hell. They saw hell. They saw souls... Uh, floating around like sparks, getting thrown around in the fires of hell, and demons there. Uh, Yes, it was, I wouldn't say traumatizing is a strong word, but it was disturbing. They were very disturbed, upset by this, understandably. But they saw it. Our Lady showed it to them, because it's real. Uh, It's interesting that the the, the reaction of of, of the children to to the apparitions, and I know know I've kind of maybe skipped what all the apparitions were, maybe I'm going a bit too fast, I have 15 minutes max here, so I'm doing my best, <laughs> right? So, Francesco, uh, each of them had different roles during the apparition, so Lucia was able to hear Our Lady, so see Our Lady, hear Our Lady, and speak to her. That's uh, Lucia. Uh, Jacinta could see Our Lady and hear Our Lady, but didn't speak to her. And Francesco saw Our Lady, but didn't hear her, right, and didn't speak to her. So they had different kind of different roles within the, within the apparitions, if you will. Uh, but in, during the first apparition, uh, Lucia asked, "Will I go to heaven?" Our Lady responds, "Yes." And Francesco, and and Jacinta, yes. And Francesco, yes. But he would have to pray many rosaries. That's what Our Lady said. Ouch. <laughs> but but rather than kind of be upset by that, that's what he did. He started praying lots of rosaries. So he became an inspiration to the others, actually, in, in, in his fidelity uh, to, to the rosary and in his, his, and, and in his self-sacrifice. So there was an occasion where the girls were busy uh, playing and uh, they, they, they kind of forgot about Francisco and they eventually called out, Francisco, are you coming to eat lunch with us? And he says, no, I don't want any lunch. Uh, he used often sacrifice his lunch, fast from his lunch, 
in order to, pay, to make up the re reparation for the sins committed against the Immaculate Heart of Mary. He would fast very, very often. Um, then they would ask, what, what, what are you doing? Because he, he seemed to be like kind of dreaming away or whatever. Uh, and he would say, no, no, I'm just praying the rosary. And they'd say, oh, come play with us. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll join you later. I'll join you later. So often he would just go off. He, they were out taking care of their sheep, but he'd go for a little rosary wander. So I said, this, this message, was, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a blunt kind of a message in Fatima, in the six apparitions that occurred there from the 13th of May to the miracle of the sun in, uh, on the 13th of uh, in October. So there's three points I wanted to hone in on, uh, and, and, and one in a particular way. Firstly, Our Lady asks in every apparition that the people pray the rosary. Pray the rosary, pray the rosary, pray the rosary. She asks that every time. This is a message from heaven to pray the rosary. Our Lady is asking us to do this. And very often we listen to it and go, that's a lovely message. I like that message. Great. Do you do, you do what that message asks you to do? It's, it's, it's nice to have a nice message, yes, but uh, she didn't just come to tell three children to pray the rosary. Or she didn't just come to tell the people of the time to pray the rosary. She's still speaking to us now. Pray the rosary. This biblical prayer, the scriptural prayer, which gives us the protection of Our Lady and guides us to the heart of Jesus. Pray the rosary. Pray the rosary. And uh, often today, people say, Jeannie, I'm just, I'm just so busy. And like, I, I find it's interesting that we can use technology for all sorts of time-wasting things, but find it difficult to use it for good things. Right? There are loads of rosaries on Spotify, loads of rosaries on YouTube. Put them on. When you're driving somewhere, pray the rosary. It's a, it's a great way to, to use, uh, to, to get your time in, especially if you're commuting to work, pray the rosary. There and back, you get two rosaries done a day without even thinking about it. So pray the rosary. Our Lady asks you to. Uh, Our Lady also said, pray, pray much and make sacrifices for sinners because many souls go to hell because there is no one to sacrifice and pray for them. Sacrifice yourselves for sinners and say many times, especially when you make some sacrifice, oh Jesus, this is out of love for you, for the conversion of sinners and reparation for the sins committed against the Immaculate Heart of Mary. So, to very deliberately and consciously offer the daily sacrifice. If you don't necessarily have to be, have to kind of save this until <clears throat> a Friday or Lent, when we're making particular sacrifices, the day offers itself plenty of sacrifices. You're tired, uh, need a volunteer to peel potatoes, hoover the stairs or something awkward, or muck out the ponds, clean out the chicken coop, I need a volunteer, volunteer. And you're like, I'd really rather not, I've just got my nails done. But Lord, for the salvation of souls, I will do this. <laughs> I'm looking at nobody in particular. <laughs> for the salvation of souls. So, like, so, so what's our lady, how, how does our lady say we should phrase this? Oh Jesus, this is out of love for you. Oh Jesus, this is out of love for you. For the conversion of sinners and the reparation of sins committed against the Immaculate Heart of Mary. So I'm doing it because I love you. I'm doing it for the love of souls. I'm doing it out of love for our lady. So the whole thing then, the whole sacrifice, the whole event becomes an action of love. And, and that's just, as I say, in the ordinary things of the day. We can add things on top of it as well, like, like the, the children did, fasting, or <clears throat> fasting from food or sleep, to a limited degree, of course. 
uh, and to make an act of love out of that. So everything, everything, our whole day can be turned into, into love. So Lucia then on one occasion asks Our Lady for the healing of certain people and for the conversion of sinners. Our Lady said, uh, yes, some will be healed, others no. They must amend their lives and ask forgiveness for their sins. And then Our Lady became sadder and added, let them offend our Lord no more, for he is already much offended. This is in 1917. I don't think we've improved since then. I think on the whole, uh, God is much less welcome in, in, in people's lives now than he was then. So what's the, the point of that? Well, I had three points. Pray the rosary, make sacrifices. But then Our Lady asks us to, not just to, uh, to do those two, as I say, very important things, but she asks us to amend our lives. I find often, in, when it comes to spirituality, I suppose there are good shortcuts in the spiritual life and there are fake shortcuts. There are good shortcuts in the sense that, you know, consecrating oneself, oneself to Our Lady, living from the Eucharist on a daily basis, praying on a daily basis, these are all shortcuts in the spiritual life. Learning to do everything out of love, learning to uh, surrender one's will. Again, another shortcut in the spiritual life. Then there are other kind of shortcuts which I don't like at all. Pray this novena, it has never failed. <laughs> or if you do this, you know, you get these kind of ideas where uh, if we do this, we don't, all we have to do is just pray this novena or pray this prayer and everything is good. Um, no, because if you pray this prayer or do this novena, but you don't change your life, then you've learned nothing. So there's no way around the fact that we have to stop sinning. You know, like that, that, that has to happen. These prayers and devotions are wonderful and good, but what they should help you to do is to orient your heart back towards God and stop sinning. Amend your life. Uh, so if, if, if we do that, then, then the, the, the prayer or the devotion, whatever it may be, divine, divine mercy, rosary, consecration, all these wonderful things, when it starts to, to affect our lives and amend the way we, 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 we act and, and, and react, when we begin to sin less, now we're starting to get the point of, of the whole thing. So these are, these are the three points, not exactly the main three points of Fatima, but just three I want to hold in, hone in on today. Uh, rosary sacrifices and amending one's life. Because we even had a conversation recently at the table uh, here about this idea of amending one's life, that you can go to confession, you go to confession often, which is good, and please do. Uh, but if that as they call it, a firm purpose of amendment is lacking, we can actually just kind of lean on the sacrament and say, oh, whoops, fell again, whoops, fell again, whoops, fell again, whoops, fell again. And while it's good we go back to confession, when are we going to start fighting? When is this firm purpose of amendment going to really kick in so much so that it changes the way I, I behave? It changes how I say I've got a particular problem with alcohol or pornography or, or, or lustful thoughts or greed or jealousy. Uh, and, and I confess this. I'll say, good thing to do. Good. But now after confession, what are you going to do that this doesn't happen again? What, what, what safeguards have you? What accountability can you put in place? What people can you avoid? Places can you avoid? Uh, what technology can you put out of arm's reach? What are you going to do so that this firm purpose of amendment, that our lives will be amended, that our lives will start deviating back away from sin, back towards God? 
this is a call obviously given to us by the Lord, even the woman caught in adultery. Does no one condemn you? No one, sir. Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. So all of heaven, all the graces that we want are available to us, especially when we get to receive Holy Communion. Every grace of it that you need is available to you. <clears throat> so the obstacle is always us. The, 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 the fault is never God's. Everything we need is available to us. But if we want to experience what it really means to, to live from the Lord and to be healed by the Lord, to be walked, by, walked with by the Lord, he asks us to root these things out of our life. With his help, always with his help. But to root these things out of our lives. And then we begin to experience real freedom. Let them offend the Lord no more. For he is already much offended. We ask the Lord today, in this powerful, through this powerful message of Our Lady of Fatima, to renew in us our love for the rosary, to renew in us our desire to make sacrifices out of love for the Lord, out of love for the souls who need it, and in reparation for the offences committed against her heart. We ask also for this amendment of our lives that when we recognize there are things that need to change that we'll stop just talking about it and start doing it and through the grace of God one by one may we overcome those battles may we not ever offend the Lord Lord may we little by little get to a place where we sin no more May we experience in our lives that beautiful message of Our Lady that in the end, her immaculate heart will triumph. Amen.